This is Corey, and this is the Cultivate and Keep podcast, where we talk about what it means to be a man as a Christian. And today, I would like to welcome back our man, the one and only, Jair Swag. <laughs> What's up? How you doing? I'm good, man. How do you feel? I feel married and good and happy. Good. I'm glad you feel married because you yeah, are. Yeah, I, I am. That just happened. Yeah. It's been great so far. So far. <laughs> It'll <laughs> continue to be great and become greater. Of course. Of course. Um, so you got married two weeks ago now. It's already uh, flown by. Yeah. Well, no, I think it'll be three weeks this Saturday. Oh so my gosh. Like two and a half weeks. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It's been crazy. It feels like it's been, it's, it's flown by. So, yeah. Yeah. And he just turned 24 and Connie did yep. too. A lot right? of change. Yep. Wow. Birthdays, getting married. It's been great. Dude, getting freaking old. Yeah, dude. Awesome. Cool. Well, welcome back. Glad to have you. Last week I did the solo episode um on how to start a podcast and i put the call out there for a new co-host because we're firing you so got it um anyone out there still you know (laughs) come on soon because i gotta get rid of jeremy just kidding jeremy's the favorite we like jeremy um all right it's cool so what are we talking about today well we had a title but it just got scratched apparently i don't know what we're gonna call it (laughs) uh tonight today we're talking about um just the idea of kind of um like struggles and kind of what it's like from from the start to the finish and kind of what do we do in the middle and in the gap and kind of when we're just in the middle of um, an issue or a struggle or something that we're waiting for and it's kind of a long ways away. <clears throat> maybe it's a promise you've had. Maybe it's it was a prophecy over your life or just something you've wanted for a long time, but uh, you're kind of just waiting in, in that process. So tonight we're talking about that. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like this is an important topic and something I don't know if you're like feeling it as strongly as I am, but I know that I'm feeling like sometimes life feels really fast and like you can't slow it down. And then some other times life feels really slow and like you just want to get to kind of like the next place or like the next stage. Like I remember feeling that um, when we were engaged and like, I I just want to be married. You know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna kind of like not autopilot, but like I'm just so focused on like that day when I get married and like, being like, married like when this happens then I'll yeah be, i'll be good I'll exactly be and like you just like totally disregard everything mm-hmm. that's going on how you feel where you're at and you just kind of like look forward to um that in the future you know like uh you know next phase of like my career whatever it looks like but also i just feel like time goes by so fast mm-hmm. right now actually i was just telling monique i was like i i don't even know what day it is most times mm-hmm. like i it's like, oh, we're playing basketball again on Wednesday nights. So I'm like, wait, that was a week? Or yeah. like, it's Friday already. Like, there goes the work week. And mm-hmm. I just feel like things, I don't know, are like super fast right now. Yeah. I, um, like a year and a half ago, I was like way into this topic right here. Um, I, I don't know. I just really liked it. And I, for me, in that time, it, life felt like really slow. It felt like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like way far from what I, how I want my life to be. And, all things that I like, I want to accomplish, like I'm just I'm far from getting there, and right now I think life has felt like really fast paced the last year, and so I'm kind of hoping it slows down a little bit. Um, but like I'm not complaining. This is like this pace of life is probably better than kind of being somewhere where you're you're just like stuck and you're waiting. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And, well, that's like the funny part about it too is it's it's sort of like having fun. Like when you're having fun, like time goes mm-hmm. by super fast, and mm-hmm. you could be playing something or doing something for like three hours but it three it feels like 15 minutes yeah whereas if you're not having fun then it seems like it takes forever Mm -hmm. so i don't know it's like 
you can't like have fun and let time slow down. You know what I mean? Like you have to kind of accept or at least like try and really intentionally to slow things down even when like you're at a good spot in life. Yeah. I mean, I, I can totally relate with you when you, you said that you don't know what day it is and how it just feels like it's going quick. Like that's probably, that's been the majority of my life. The last six months has yeah. felt that way. Um, and it's kind of funny for me, at least I, I came out of a season of like probably like a year and a half, like two years or not longer than that <clears throat> of like being in the spot of like, dude, this sucks. Like just not liking where I was. And it felt like it had lasted so long. And I mean, two years is a, is a decent amount of time, but there was no like slow, like speed up, you know, it just went straight from that to like 200%, like way, yeah. you know, too quick. And so it was kind of funny for me. There was no transition. It was just like slow to like way fast, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I prefer this pace again, but it's, it's still crazy. It's, yeah. and it's, yeah. Well, it's different too. I'm sure like you're, you're sort of coming to terms with it a little bit right now, but being married changes that mm-hmm. a lot. And like, you just got married. Mm-hmm. I was just, I just reminded it. Cause I was like, Oh wait, he has a ring on his finger. Like, <laughs> what is that? I was like, Oh wait, it's his, it's his wedding yeah. band. Um, but I remember when I first got married, then I was looking back and thinking like, literally what was life before I was married? Like mm-hmm. I would never want to go back to not being married yeah. again. Dude, just like uh, two nights ago, we were like, remember when we weren't married? It and seems I was like, so that foreign. sucked. Like yeah, I, would, it really I does. would never do that again. Like, thank God I won't have to. But I yeah. mean, like if it was, if there was a choice, like I wouldn't, like, of course not. Um, <clears throat> you, you said a minute ago, you said, um, we have to be intentional to like slow down. And I, at first I kind of disagreed. I, I think I, at first I thought that's not really possible, but in thinking it through, I think we can totally like be intentional about slowing things down. Mm-hmm. Um, for me and Connie, like now that we're married, like I mean, it's only been, I think we've been home for like almost two weeks. And so um, these two weeks have been pretty like slow pace, which has been kind of fun. And um, for us, we're trying to be intentional this year to slow things down because we've both lived a pretty fast paced life. And so I'm sure that'll change as like the season changes. But as of now, we're, we're trying to be intentional about um, you know, like really choosing when to say yes and when, when to say no to things and just um, trying to slow down our life because yeah. that fast pace, you know, we know we can't keep it up. And I think um, in a fast paced life, like you miss things, you miss, you know, certain moments or just memories or whatever it is, you miss it because you're moving so quick. So, yeah, I think we're, we're slowly kind of getting to, um, like the center of what we want to talk about. And it's, it's like this dichotomy of life is really short and we only have so much time and like all the good things go by really fast. But then like, when you're not in the good or like when you're waiting for the good things or you're building towards the good things, then it feels like life is really slow. Um, and in either position you can miss out on what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And you can, uh, you can kind of like take it for, for granted and miss out on cool opportunities for your relationships, for your spiritual life with the Lord, um, with your faith, Mm -hmm. you know, you can take it for granted. And then like you look back and you're like, wait, you know, like what was I doing or what was life like before this? And you forget kind of to mm-hmm. take in that time instead yeah. of really taking advantage of it. Yeah. Why don't we um, jump in and read that, that passage? <clears throat> yes. So this is going to be kind of the main passage that we're going to draw from. Um, but it's the story of, is it Cleopas or Cleophas? I think it's Cleophas. Okay. I think in here it says Cleopas. Either way, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah. Cleopas. C- C-L-E-O-P-A-S. Oh, this is P-H-U-S. Oh, weird. Different translations. Different. Call him Cleo. Cleo. All right, Cleo. This is the story of Cleo. It's in Luke 24, uh, and I think we'll read verses 
some of the verses between 13 and 29. Um, but just some, some context around this. So Luke 24, this is after Jesus resurrection. And this is when Jesus has come back and now he's started to make some appearances to people. Um, so, uh, so starting verse 13, it says, and behold, two of them were going that very day to a village named Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. So not far from where Jesus was and everything. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place, AKA Jesus crucifixion and alleged, uh, resurrection. Verse 15, while they were walking, discussing Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing so we can kind of like imagine this picture. Everyone, this is like a huge event, right? Jesus was known around the world or around this part of the world, like by everyone. Everyone was talking about the miracles. Is he God? Is he not God? Is he the son of God? Is he not the son of God? Um, and then Jesus is crucified and died. And now everyone's kind of in this waiting period to see like what happens. Yeah, is Jesus going to, yeah. is he going to live again? Is he going to do what he said he was and come back from the dead? Um, and then Jesus appears and then he starts traveling with them, but they don't recognize mm -hmm. that it's Jesus actually walking with them. So, and then this is where it gets fun. Verse 17. And he said to them, the people that are walking, um, these two, what are these words that you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they stood still looking sad. One of them named Cleo answered and said to him, are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things which have happened here in these days? So, <laughs> he's like, dude, are you the only one that doesn't yeah, know what's going like, on? And are it's you like stupid? the one that yeah. knows. He's talking That's to funny. Jesus and yeah. he's like, bro, wh where have you been? Like, you've been living on a rock? Okay, verse 19. And he said to them, what things? And Jesus is kind of like egging him on a little bit. And they said to him, the things about Jesus, the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and in word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, sorry, I just got interrupted. Indeed, besides all this, it is uh, the third day since these things have happened. So they're telling Jesus like, okay, here's, here's the rundown. There's this guy, Jesus, he was crucified. Um, he was given over. We were hoping that he was God or the son of God, but now it's been three days and nothing has happened. Okay. Verse 22. But also some women among us amazed us when they were, when they were at the tomb early in the morning, it did not find his body that came saying that they had uh, also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of these Oh, some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it was just exactly as the woman had also said, but him, Jesus, they did not see. So they're, they kind of have like some hope a little bit. Yeah. They have like, they're like, oh, I don't think that he was, but like, also there's some like weird stuff going on. Like we think maybe he could have come back. And he, Jesus said to them, oh, foolish men and slow of heart to believe in all the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. Um, <clears throat> and then it says, uh, yeah, and then that, that, that's, that's pretty basically much, it. That's, that's where we want to go. Yeah. That's great. When I, so I was telling Corey that I found this um, passage today before we recorded um, and I was first surprised, like, this seems like a pretty, like, um, like great analogy, like a huge passage that I haven't really heard, like, ever. Yeah. Which is weird. Dude, like, it's so good. Like, yeah. Cleo. 
Um, but that story and just thinking about how so often, like whatever we're going through, whatever we're complaining about or having issues with, like during all that, like right there with us is Jesus. And, um, that's kind of what we want to talk about. Like, like, dude, these people were in the middle of like their frustrations and, um, like looking around and all these promises they had and just saying like, man, like where is, where is he? Like he said he was going to raise, he, he didn't, um, like what's going on? And like freaking they're talking to the man, like (laughs) Jesus, it was just so crazy and funny how that played out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, ah, such a good story. Yeah. And I feel like already we can kind of like kind of extract from this, I mean, thousands of different analogies of like, Mm -hmm. you know, they're traveling, like basically they're going from A to B, like they're outside of Jerusalem, but they're talking about it. And essentially they're wondering like, what's next? Like what's going to happen? What are the, like, what are we waiting for? So they're all talking together. And like you said, it's ironic that Jesus was there and Mm -hmm. that he was actually the one that they were talking to. Um, But at the same time, the story is sort of a bummer because um, they didn't recognize Jesus. And they could have, you know, been like, you know, I don't know. They they basically looked kind of dumb and they missed out on maybe some more insight from Jesus, some more intimacy with Jesus. Um, but because they were skeptical and doubtful and they couldn't see Jesus, um, you know, this wasn't like, this wasn't essentially, this wasn't the way the story was supposed to be played out for them. You know, it was a really cool opportunity for them, but they didn't recognize it. Okay. Well, you said that it was ironic. Like it was ironic that they, um, as they're complaining and talking about these these circumstances, like right there, you know, there he is. I mean, that that's like really like how it comes down to us. Like you yeah. said earlier, like talking about slow seasons of life. And I just, I just thinking back for me, like a year and a half, two years ago, when I was in a time of like, man, like this sucks. Like this is not where I want to be. Um, like life is not what I hoped it would be. Right. Especially at this point in my life. Um, like I'm, I was clear, like that's where I like, that's literally where I was at, like complaining yeah. and just unhappy and I mean, sure enough, like as I'm like feeling those feelings and, and like, you know, making complaints, like God was right there with me. And that's the reality of what we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. in the middle of all of these conflicts or, um, just like these stories that are unwinding in front of us while, you know, it takes that time, but in the middle of it, like God is there with us. And I think that's just the bottom line point we want to get across is, um, whether you feel it or not, whether you have hope or you're losing hope, like he is there, he is with you. Yeah. And they were focused on the circumstances instead of actually looking for Jesus. You know what I mean? Like Jesus goes and does his thing. He's crucified. And now they're like, okay, well, like, we'll see what happens. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's how we can sort of approach our lives in some things. Um, whether it's like, I don't know, finding a job, getting married, um, buying a house, like starting your family, like all these things we could just kind of like, all right, God, well, here's what I want. And like, let's see what you do instead of actively going out and pursuing Jesus and looking for him in these, all the, you know, waiting times and all the kind of time up into that time where it actually happens for you, mm-hmm. where you do find a job, where you do start your family, where you do buy a house, et cetera. Um, it's interesting. I think a lot of, a lot of people, I think it's easy to kind of be in this state of like losing hope, like, cause for so long we want something and then we hit a point to where it's like, man, it's not happening. So hmm. we lose hope. You think of like Cleo, my boy Cleo in a story like what what if the story went on to where you know he's talking right he's feeling this way and then sure enough Jesus comes along and says hey like by the way like I'm Jesus and what if Cleo would have said like no you're not like and like, denied mm. him like that could have happened yeah. to where he just was so set in his way of, of losing hope and he missed like he really missed it you know yeah like, in this story he missed it but I mean once he saw that it was Jesus like the story goes on to where 
I mean, there's a point in a story where Je- at one point Jesus says, okay, like it's getting late. I'm, I'm moving on. And they ask him to stay with them. And mm. so it was like, they saw him, they wanted him. And I think sometimes for us, it goes the opposite to where like we've so long, like we basically we held, we've held, we've held on to giving up hope. And we just believe like that's where we are. And when good comes our way, when like relief comes, we, we push it away because we don't think it's actually the relief that we want, you know? Yeah. I feel like it, it's, um, it's also a good metaphor too for like so many times we can stick with something for so long. Like we can, um, we can trust God in something we can pray for someone. We can pursue him for something. We can ask for his help in something. And then right before we're about to get the result of that thing or when we're right before the reward or like when actually God does come through and answers your prayer, then we give up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like for sure. these people too, like, they had given up hope essentially they're like we thought that he was the one who was going to redeem israel well if they if they didn't think that and if they were believing in jesus and looking for him they would have recognized him and seen him in that um but because of that they were blinded to it and they didn't get to experience it as well and i feel like <clears throat> so i wrote down a couple of different like biblical stories too but there's so many things that one take time but also like if they had given up, wouldn't have, they wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't have gotten it at all. Like I think of, um, I think of Noah. So studiers estimate that it took 55 to 75 years to build the ark. That's literally that's such an, a long time. <laughs> that's our lives. That's an entire and lifetime. We like, and it was different back then, like how long they lived. But we still right. like, I mean, relative to them, that was probably like what, like. 20 years for them probably you know like if you were to equate it like how long they live right, versus like, like the portion of their yeah, life yeah but still like we can't comprehend spending 10 and 20 years like you know that's crazy because yeah. he didn't even like really know it was kind of like oh well i was told this so i'm gonna believe yeah. it and and do it dude that's insane yeah well and the thing too is like they lived longer so it's not like that seemed like a shorter time to them mm-hmm. it still felt yeah that's what i'm trying to say it's took, relative yeah. to how we live yeah it still felt and took 55 to 75 years i mean let's just say like at least it took at least 50 years imagine crazy imagine god calling you today right now and saying hey i want you to go do this insane thing that everyone's going to ridicule ridicule you for not have any estimate as to how long it's going to take and it takes the next 50 years of your life that's so crazy like that's the rest of your life you know what i mean um but think about if Noah had like given up at the end or mm-hmm. if he had like lost hope or started doubting God, like the entire, but, yeah. it would have been completely different. Mm-hmm. It was, what's so funny much. is like, as you're saying this, like we have a few more, but like, it doesn't sit well. Like you hear it and you're just like, ah, like, you know, like for me, yeah. at least when I hear that, I'm like, oh, like that sucks. But, um, I think one point we're, we're making is if you have to go through that, basically, like mm-hmm. if you, from A to A to Z, like in order to get to Z, there's going to be ups, the ups and downs and we have to go through it. And there is no getting around that. Yeah. Uh, I think especially for our promises, like if someone, I, I think, you know, some people have prophetic words over their lives or promises they were made uh, that are made to them. And in order to, to fulfill those, if, I think more times than not requires some kind of slump, some kind of, you know, like climbing a mountain, if not, you know? Yeah. Well, also like Noah could have spent the next 55 to 75 years with a grudge. And been like, oh my gosh, I have to freaking mm-hmm. build this ark and like I have to devote the rest of my life to this. All my free time, every spare moment goes to this freaking ark and like basically build all this like resentment towards God. Or he could have had grace about it, been thankful to God, and God could have drawn him, you know, so close during that time and so intimate. And so it's all about how you use and perceive yeah. the time rather than like what the time is itself. Yeah.
thing about Joseph too. So, um, we're going through the Bible right now and I was really excited to get to Joseph. It starts. Explain that you and Monique, right? Yeah. So we're, we're attempting to read the whole Bible this year. Um, we're already behind, but that's again, besides the point, go listen to the saying no to resolutions (laughs) episode. Uh, but I just finished up, um, Genesis. And so reading through the, the story of Joseph too, it struck me that Joseph was 30 when he became the ruler of Egypt. But that was after he had been a slave and even imprisoned for a total of 15 years. So he was still a kid. I mean, think about being a sophomore in high school mm-hmm. and then getting sold into slavery and then like working your way up, being struck down, like being thrown in prison, mm-hmm. getting another chance, getting thrown in prison again. And he finally gets kind of like his big break at 30 years old. Mm-hmm. But think about doing like God had this promise to him that his brothers were going to bow down to him and he was going to be a ruler. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was a young kid, when he was, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old. And then for the next 15 years, it seems like that is never going to happen. Like there's no way you're ever going to get to some sort of position to be able to do that. And again, Joseph could have been really resentful. He could have been like, I'm just going to like waste away these next few years or like wait for the next big thing. Wait till I'm done with jail. But no, like he, God met him throughout, through that time and he used him. Um, another one was Moses. So Moses was 80 years old when God called him to go to Egypt and free the Israelites from slavery. I don't know about you, but when I'm 80, like, I mean, I want to be like sitting on a beach, <laughs> sipping some drinks. You've done your time. Yeah. Like you're kind of done with like the adventurous, dangerous yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Um, and then it took, it took a lot more years after that. I think maybe another like 45 years in estimate before um before moses passed away and he kind of handed the reins over to joshua but like he spent the again it's all about the way that you use your time and this is sort of moses never like went out and sought kind of greatness from god he didn't he wasn't like a really ambitious guy but still like to start something at 80 and then to think like when is this going to end you know i mean like when am i going to get back to normal life Mm -hmm. he could have he could have thought about that really differently. Um, and then the final example is the Israelites wandering in the, in the wilderness. And this is with Moses again. But the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for 40 years before entering the promised land um, from uh, from Abraham and uh, and Isaac. You know, that God had promised them, like, this, this is where I'm going to establish my nation and my people. You know, 40 years is a long time. Like, that 40 years is like, I feel like wandering in the wilderness is kind of like the perfect example for feeling like life is going slow yeah. you know what i mean just waiting for the next thing to happen yeah these stories are funny because it it like makes you think like for if th- i think about myself and like man i'm just like i'm a weenie like you know <laughs> like to think about like these you know because these are real stories where people actually yeah. you know waited you know 55 years 30 years 80 years and you know it also prompts in, in in me like thinking like man like what are those things that so far in my life that i've given up on like i hmm. i was on fire for it i was pumped up about for a few weeks months maybe like a year but after you know it being hard for a little while i stopped and i and I think for all of us like we can just think about that like man like these people you know dedicated like a huge portion of their life like why is it that we we tire after just a few you know months yeah. or weeks of of something being hard you know yeah yeah totally um I'll read a verse uh galatians 6 9 this is paul speaking he says let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Good timing, man. On point, baby. 
Um, that's it. Just gonna read it. <laughs> no, that, that, that's it. I was just mulling. Just, just let it sit and marinate. Yeah, just let it just yeah. let it marinate. Um, you know, but again, like, don't become weary in doing good. And um, I, I think like where this all is coming from is when it seems like things aren't the way that you want them to be right now. Like, you can't give up on right now, but you also can't give up in the future. Like, you can't give up on that thing that God has promised you that you're working towards or the thing that you want so badly to achieve. Um, you can't give up in, in doing good. As you were talking, I was thinking, it's also so important just to, um, like in the, especially in those times, to surround yourself like with friends and people that can share that struggle with you and that you can at least mm. just like dream with and talk to and, you know, bounce ideas off each other. It's, I mean, it's so much easier to be in the middle of a difficult season or time when you have someone there with you whether they're yeah. encouraging you or you're just simply talking to, you know? Yeah. Um, super important. Yeah, definitely important. I feel like too, um, I don't know, like going back to the whole mindset thing, um, it's interesting that he says, for at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mm. Um, I think it's important too, like to always like have that thing like that you're fixed on, that you're focused on. And for Cleo and for his his bro, I don't know how he got, how he got left up left off he didn't like get name dropped like cleo did but um like he took his eyes off of jesus he took Mm -hmm. his eyes off the prize i mean they were obviously all talking about it and waiting for it and they were excited about it but he took his eyes off Mm -hmm. and then he missed out Mm -hmm. on on jesus it's funny you you mentioned that because i was on today's uh thursday on monday this week i was um with my small group and I was speaking and I was talking about actually visioneering by Andy Stanley mm, and just yeah. talking with them about having a vision for their life and a vision for high school and kind of like things they want to accomplish. And one of the things I really like focused on was um, if you have like goals and objectives or something you want to accomplish, it's so much easier to see those things through when you have like mm. the end result in mind. Like if you know why you're doing something, if you know why something is hard, um, you are more likely to fulfill that if you have the why in mind. And kind of like you just said, thinking of like you know Moses with the ark like yep. he, he wouldn't have given given you know 55 to 75 years of his life <clears throat> if he if he wasn't certain that God spoke to him telling him to do this and so like with anything if we have the the end result in front of us in our minds like it's just so much easier to see it through yeah I mean all those examples going back to it yeah um, really all of them yeah. Noah with the ark Joseph with becoming the ruler of Egypt um, Moses with getting the people out of Egypt and into the promised land all the Israelites and getting out of the wilderness and into the promised land, like without that reward, without that harvest in mind, there's just no way that you're going to make it. And and it makes enduring now easier and and more fulfilling and closer with God when you have that end in mind as well. Um, Also read Romans five, two through four. It says through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we, uh, in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. I love when he says, um, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Hmm. And he's talking about um, enduring persecution. He's talking about uh, perseverance. He's talking about like basically going through sufferings. But he says, by this faith into this grace, which we have, which we now stand. So basically saying like, even though you're suffering or you're waiting, waiting or like life seems slow right now, you can still have that grace through that time. 
Yeah, I love that phrase, glory in our sufferings. Mm. Um, there's a, I think it's in Hebrews, there's a verse that says, um, he's talking about, I forget who it is, but he's talking about basically like sinners, and he says they glory in their shame, like talking about how they like boast and they're like proud of and they're happy with like their their shame and their sin. Mm. But this is the opposite, saying that we are we are proud of our hope and in, in our perseverance in Jesus, and that is our reassurance and our, and our hope. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Um, anything else? No, I mean, I think we... I, I feel like I've covered my points. I think we we did well. I think we did well. Well, we'll end it there. Um, we'll see what the episode title ends up being. But um, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Leave us a six-star review, preferably. Mm. Um, you can always reach us on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at cultivateandkeep.com. Um, but otherwise, we will talk to you later. Peace. Peace.